everybody welcome to this xbox life episode number 555 that's the triple five episode uh also titled inside april my name is rob also known as presar and with me as always i've got my bestest bud mr mark hey everybody how you doing also known as wingman 709 aka your alter ego you know it yeah uh, so this is the show about Xbox gaming, anything else we feel like talking about at that particular time. Uh, once in a while, it's called the Fortnite podcast, <laughs> but it is not. Xbox first, Fortnite, maybe second. Cool. Don't know. Anyway, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or with Xbox in any way. This is a show or being Fortnite. done by, or Fortnite, yes, or Epic Games, or their subsidiaries, or whatever. It's a show being done by fans. Or fans of the Microsoft Xbox, opinions and views expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So what you've been playing lately, Mr. Mark, I kind of have an idea. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, I did, of course, did get uh, Gems of War in. I I think I only played it once this week, but I got some Gems of War, um, played some more Gears 5 kind of slowly trying to work my way back through that campaign uh, played some more zombie army 4 uh, got to play some co-op with comrade and gunny chief and give seven 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 or eight 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 seven seven whatever <laughs> remember what his number is eight seven 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 something like that gib my buddy gib um mm-hmm. so we did uh, some co-op on that uh, you and I uh, have been playing and actually completed the main storyline yeah. of Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yep. And now we're doing side missions and finding all our collectibles and just all the still having a lot of fun in the game. You know, I was thinking, I think I mentioned this the other day. There's a lot of game in there for like the base versions, like 19 bucks, right? Uh, yeah, it, there is a lot of game, a lot more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I should look how many hours we have on it. And that was just us playing through the story, doing some side stuff. I mean, we did do side missions along the way, a couple here and there, but, but the, the, you know, I thought this was going to be like a six hour game max. I know we've got more than that in it and there's still a, easily a lot more to go. I think we played like six hours on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And um, if I recall, we when I last looked, we had only done like 60% of the missions. So there's still like a lot of side stuff to do. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Maybe I can grab a controller in a few minutes and boot my box up while, while you're talking about something. I can go. I'll take a look at our stats on that. But um, it's been fun. I, I, I'm, you know, and you know me, and I'm not a huge Wolfenstein nope. fan, but I've had a lot of fun with this um, for a couple reasons. One, you and I have been co-oping this whole thing, and yeah. I have really enjoyed gaming with you and and doing that. It's been really fun. I've enjoyed that. And second, even though the game's not family friendly. <clears throat> Very not family friendly, so <laughs> yeah. don't co-op this with your younger children. Um, the dialogue 
with the two sisters has there's been times that just you know we're cracking up over stuff mm-hmm. just things that are done and said and it's it's just been a fun experience and um even though we completed the campaign it's like i still want to jump in and play more of it i'm glad there's more for us to do mm-hmm. uh, so but yeah that's been a real fun experience this week um, i just i just looked it up on uh howlongtobeat.com okay so the main story they're saying is nine hours and the, that the, right there okay i'm gonna interrupt you real quick okay nine hours for the main story i this was i think it was when it first came out i believe it was 30 bucks well it was and then 20, there was a, it was 20 for the base i think wasn't it and then i thought it was 30 if, or 40 Okay. So I think, I I think you might be right then. 40, but, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so a uh, figure a $30 game has a nine hour campaign. Like people have paid, Oh, there's a, a ridiculous amount of AAA titles out there or, you know, and, and this is, I mean, this is still AAA. I mean, this is still a big developer, but like you're thinking your call of duties, like call of duty campaigns are usually four hours. You know, there's a lot of, games large big name games out there that have campaigns that are no more than six hours and this is a half price game and has a nine hour campaign like what well, actually so i just qualified what the nine hours means so that's apparently single player for the main story for multiplayer co-op it averages 12 and a half hours hmm. i wonder why the difference i wonder what the difference is I don't know. Well, it doesn't break it out into like main story, main plus extras, completionist, like that. It it just somehow labels it multiplayer co-op. Because it is only is. co-op. Yeah, it's still the same story. Yeah. Maybe maybe with co-op, it takes longer because all the bosses are a lot harder. Could be, yeah. And it takes you longer to complete bosses. Like. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, even the median, so average is 12 and a half median, 11 least seven and a half. And then the most is 20 that's out of, well, 16 people pulled, not a whole lot pulled for the multiplayer. Oh, they even break it down by console. That's kind of neat. So for Xbox, they're saying the average is nine hours, 43 minutes. So like 10 hours, Hmm. either way, that's a lot. All right. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna grab my controller and turn on and look at our stats, but um, I don't know if I can do that through the app. But I also played. Um, so there was. Uh, oh, what it was. The, we're we're talking about the funny stuff in that game. Yeah. Like at the end of the uh, <laughs> of what we thought was the end mission. Uh huh. Or where the girls were fighting. Well, actually, no, that's spoiler territory. If we talk what happened. Well, we can say, like, what... We can leave out the details. So there's a fight, and this girl gets, like, an, a knife in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> yes. We'll say how it happened or whatever. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> so uh, one of the girls... I think it was your Jess. character. Jess yeah, goes, Jess. does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> she's, I know. she's laying on this table. She's got this like dagger 
in her <laughs> eye. I was like, does it hurt? Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just was unexpected to hear that. <laughs> so that was. Then, yeah. And then she's going to pull it out. And the girl's <laughs> freaking out. And she's like, think of something that makes you happy. <laughs> Not, yeah, exactly. like not having a knife in my eye would make me happy. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's just cool. like goofy stuff like that that actually makes the game kind of funny. Oh, yeah. And anyway. without a doubt, it's, mm -hmm. it was definitely, uh, you know, there was a lot of corniness like that, but it just yeah. can't help but laugh. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it was the same. It was the same humor in the regular Wolfenstein games too. Oh yeah. BJ would make comments about the guys he's fighting and same humor. So they continued it. Anyway, go back to what you're saying. <laughs> it looks like in the the uh app, the Xbox the Xbox console companion, I don't see an option to see the stats that you get online with the game i can see the achievements but i'm gonna have to pop the, okay. the xbox on it looks like you get the hours and all that so i'll do that here in a minute and just sure um but i did play i can't remember what else i there so there's a spring sale going on and uh you can save up to like 75 percent on some stuff and i bought one thing oh so you and i bought that's what it was we did buy what is it a way a way out yep so that's our next co-op game we've already both bought it um and got it ready it was like seven dollars and fifty cents or something so um that sale is only going to last a few more days i'm so a cheap you date are, you are yeah you are um well you weren't cheap on wolfenstein because <laughs> i paid forty dollars for it and then by the time we bought it or by the time we started playing it it was free yeah. uh, in game pass so thank you for that rob either way um, it was worth it yeah, you owe me 40 bucks. So, but there's also, I, I've talked about the Microsoft rewards. And right now, if you spend $40 in the spring sale, you get like 4,000 reward points. And again, the reward points go towards like gift cards towards Amazon or Xbox Live or whatever. So I just cashed one in the other day and, and I actually used some of my $25 to go towards that $40 uh, in the sale and it counts. Um, so that's kind of neat. It's almost like double dipping, but um, so I bought the a way out. I bought a, they've got a pack that gives you um, injustice Two limited edition and mortal Kombat 11 premium edition. Uh, so I bought that and I did play a little bit of the mortal Kombat 11 this week. Uh, just kind of messing with it. So I haven't played the Injustice 2 yet, but so I, I did a little bit of that. And that's been my gaming for the week. So I'm going to turn it back to you, Rob. I'm going to grab my controller real quick and see how sure. many hours we have on that game. Okay. So uh, I did play a little bit of Fortnite. Uh, not very much. Um, you know, not much to say about that. Uh, Wolfenstein's been awesome playing the, oh, I forgot the name. Anyway uh the wolfenstein with the girl with the girls uh that one's uh pretty awesome i never finished wolfenstein 2 so i'm actually itching to go back and uh wrap that one up and then i also 
picked up Ori uh, and the Will of the Wisps up again and started playing that one. It's definitely not an easy game, that's for sure, but uh, it is a very good platformer. I find that when I play it, especially on some of those areas where you have to do like very like uh, coordinated moves i'm really like gripping the controller hard <laughs> to the point of where like my fingers hurt almost but uh yeah i gotta see if i can not tense up as much but like, there was one uh move that i had to do this is you know not too far into the game but it was like you had to jump so you had to shoot this thing which slid out a like a platform and then you had to like jump onto it and then like shoot again while you're in the air to get another platform to go. And it's like, whoa, that's, that's hardcore <laughs> a platform gaming. So it's not just jumping from place to place. It's also doing coordinated, you know, shooting and stuff. And it's, uh, it's taking it up a notch, but the game is fantastic. The graphics on it, the artwork on it is amazing. And uh, what Moon Studios is, I believe, the guys who made it, they they did a fantastic job again, just like they did with the first one. And I think that's about it. Also been doing the usual mobile games. Uh, there is a new one that I started to play. My son showed it to me the other day. It's a Traffic Run. It's kind of, uh, I don't know, a copy of Crossy Road. I don't know if it's the same developer, but you're driving a car, so you're not a chicken or animal that's uh jumping across you know frogger style but you're driving a car and uh there's various cross traffic that you have to not collide with but uh it's a, it's a pretty cool little game very mindless the levels take like sometimes like three seconds to complete so it's very quick but uh i think that's about it for me so here let's uh jump on into the topics for today okay well real quick yeah. it looks like the xbox console companion does show you stats um but i guess yeah. it's different based on the game i didn't really so i got on the console and it doesn't for wolfenstein youngblood there are no stats really like it doesn't they're not i guess they're not programmed or by the developer to show you that info so none of that's there so if I jump into another game like Zombie Army 4, I can see like my gamer score, my achievements earned, uh, overall score, player rank, campaign, how many kills I've had. But even there, it doesn't show you. Like it used to show you how many hours you spent playing the game. Yeah. And that's that's not there. So looks like interesting. Uh, looks like that type of stuff is uh, based on title. So, Maybe. That's another thing that kind of wait. So you can't see it for any game. Um, let me look at another one. Cause I was just thinking maybe that's something that they turned off cause you know, to not break the internet. Who knows? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> let me look at another game. Well, you used to be able to go in and see how many hours you'd spent playing. Yep. So if I look at like rocket league, yeah, rocket league shows time played. Interesting. So, but Zombie Army doesn't. Wolfenstein has no stats at all. Are you on the beta version so, or the regular version? No, this is the regular version. So I go into Gems of War, 
and I've got 30 days, six hours, and 29 minutes <laughs> on Jim's oh, award. Boy, 30 days. <laughs> Somehow, even that number doesn't seem right. I would think it'd be a lot bigger. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. What is that? That's a lot of hours. So, 30 times 24. That's 700. So, I got 726 and a half hours in Gems of War. Wow. <laughs> but, so yeah, time played is is not, some, there are no stats for Wolfenstein. So, which kind of sucks because it'd be nice to know how much time did we put into it. So, now I also wonder how do these people know? Where are they getting that number? Because the game itself and Xbox itself isn't tracking that. Yeah. Unless it's I mean, somewhere else that's that, or they're manually tracking it. Yeah. So, where did, oh, here it is. Okay, so Wolfenstein, Youngblood. It's under the achievements tab in the game. Yeah. Or in the in the Xbox console companion app. And there's, the stats would be at the top. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, there are none. And when I do it on the Xbox, when I go to the actual stats tab, it says there's no stats for this game. Yeah, I was just wondering if it would be any different in the uh, beta version, but yeah, it looks like it's the same. Hmm, interesting. Well, there you go. We taught you something new today. Yeah, exactly. Not all stats are the same. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, you're, oh, and I was going to mention this like a couple shows ago, but I keep forgetting. But uh, I, I know that uh, we had some folks post on our Facebook group of Microsoft Sudoku uh, being out. I think it came out like last year or something, and it was never available. Uh, at least for me on my, on my phone, on Android phone. And it finally came out. So I don't know if it was like a European release initially, then it finally came over to the U S or it was a soft launch or something. But, uh, yeah, Microsoft Sudoku is out. So you can do is your it, little Sudoku gaming. Is it in the, uh, just for Android? Is it on iPhone or I imagine it's probably on iOS now as well sudoku yeah but there it's, it uh, is yeah it yeah. is yeah so you can get your little uh get that <laughs> yeah get your little sudoku challenges done every day and does that have achievements too like some of them did um i don't remember i i want to say it did but uh i know you level up in there by doing your achievements and playing stuff so it's uh it's a fun little game if you like sudoku if you don't then it's probably not for you. And and they do a couple of different kinds. So there's like traditional Sudoku and then there's irregular shapes. So it's not, you know, so you know how Sudoku is nine by nine and it's broken up into three by three squares, nine of them. Mm-hmm. Well, irregular shapes, it's not three by three squares. It's irregular shapes. So it's a different like, um, way to go about trying to deduce what the numbers are. And then they have a challenge for uh, you have to like break um, blocks. So for example, if a number has one of those things you need to break, I don't remember if it's like stone or ice or something like that, but you know, you'll have like the square on one of the squares that you need to break. And there's like three levels of them. There's like untouched, there's medium, then there's like almost fully damaged. 
and like almost fully damaged if you complete something if you place a number in that row or column then it like does one damage to every block in that row or column that you place the number and uh and you have a certain amount of moves so you might have like 11 moves to destroy six blocks so there's a little bit of strategy to it i think i think it did a nice it's a nice version you know it's a nice version it's not super pretty it's not super fancy but uh it's sudoku <laughs> it's okay but anyway i finally well, remembered to actually mention that so give it a shot if, you, if you're in the united states and uh yeah that's it were you saying something that i don't remember if i interrupted you or not are we ready to go no i'm fine okay. yeah we're good all right all right I'm so sudoku right now to see if i get an achievement <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh yeah we had an inside xbox that dropped on when was that the seventh i think yeah it was on tuesday and they like announced it on monday if, if i remember right because i saw the like on youtube they had uh you know tomorrow you know inside xbox april 7th and uh so it was surprising and it was like the you know, coronavirus remote meeting. <laughs> so they <laughs> they had everybody in their houses and uh you know webcam style video and uh it was it was interesting. It was very surprising to see, you know, considering that they normally do the studio and you know it's got uh you know a fair amount of production involved, very planned out. And uh you know here it was I don't I don't I assume it's probably not Skype. It's probably like Teams meeting that they're using because it is Microsoft. I know it's not WebEx or Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> can <laughs> confidently say that. But uh, it was what Major Nelson and a couple other folks uh, just got together and, you know, Phil did a little intro to the whole thing. And uh, they basically just did a regular inside Xbox, but they did it all remote. So. I thought it was fairly well done, you know, good for them for, you know, coming out with this in these crazy times that we're going through right now. But uh, some of the things that uh, they discussed on there, so, uh, you know, it's basically like they chatted for a little bit and then, you know, they cut to a video um, for whatever it was that they were talking about. And uh, some of the stuff that they talked about uh, is as follows. Um, they had uh, a clip where they talked about Obsidian Entertainment's Grounded game. So this is a game that they talked about, I think, first at E3. Is that right? Do you remember, Mark? Mm, could be. Yeah, let's go with E3. <laughs> let's and, go with that. Yeah. So uh, this game is coming out on July 28th, 2020. So it's going to be in uh xbox game preview it's going to be in game pass ultimate and steam early access so all three in at the end of july and this is the game where you're kind of shrunk down and you know you're battling like bugs and ants and uh right oh yeah uh, yeah they showed like you know the dude running through the blades of grass and you know, they're being attacked by various, I don't know if insects is the proper word for it, but let's let's stick with the 
non-technical and call them bugs. Mm. <laughs> you know, and uh, so there's a bit of a closer look at the game. So if you're interested in that game, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, they did talk about uh, the Series X, of course. So that's coming out later on this year, hopefully, if things go all well. And, uh, you know, they had some clips and uh, they also uh, had, uh, what, Jason Ronald. That was the guy with the big ZZ top beard that's been in a bunch of the videos. But, uh, yeah, they talked about the new console. Um, They talked about ray tracing, right, because you got to talk about ray tracing. That's one of the hot new features within uh, the new consoles, quick resume, of course, storage options. And I think somebody posted on our Facebook group today that that storage unit, I mean, it's fairly small. I mean, it looks like maybe like one inch by two inches, mm-hmm. I think in size, but uh, it's going to have a list price of $200. So $200 for one terabyte. I don't know. It's mm, expensive. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 proprietary. It's new. It they'll eventually come down in price. But yeah, you know maybe initially they'll be a little pricey. But you know I don't know if you need one right away. And somebody mentioned I think it was on the inside Xbox where you can download to a regular USB three external drive, right? And then keep it on there. And then when you're ready to play it with all of the fun features of copy it over. the Series X, yeah, you just copy it over onto the regular hard drive. Yeah. So, you know, you can move stuff around. And I was kind of thinking about it a little bit. I don't, I could see myself getting one of these drives. Yeah, yeah me too. So you just, you know, have it inserted in the back of the system. And then you have the one terabyte internal, which I would assume you lose some of that for the OS. So you probably don't have a full one terabyte for game storage. And then you have your extra one and then an external drive for everything else. Because I don't know if, well, I suppose having the quick resume may require having that the games on that new new drive but yeah all all those features yeah are going to be required to have that new ssd so you gotta that's the thing you won't get any of the quick loading uh anything that's on that usb external drive is going to function like it does on your xbox one today right it's going to take that long to load you know it's because of the hardware you know Mm -hmm. sure yeah even like with fortnite fortnite's going internal i'll tell you that right now (laughs) <laughs> that's my one complaint yes. of how long it takes for that thing to boot up. So I can't wait to see how that responds on the Series X. So, but if you mm-hmm. leave it on your external drive, it's gonna you won't get that fast boot, mm-hmm. and you won't get you won't get the quick. Like it might be able to go back and jump to the game, but it won't probably be instant because it, it right. has to be on that new that new hardware. It has to have that new hardware to be able to do those features. Right. So. Yeah, but at a cost of 200 I don't see, <laughs> you know, people getting a couple of these and, like, switching them out. I wouldn't want to do that anyway. I hate switching discs. Yeah. And all that stuff as it is. But, uh, and that kind of brings me back to, I think uh, Phil Spencer was 
asked about storage and you know games updating and so forth and he basically said when he's done with a game he removes it yeah you know i apparently am a hoarder of games i've got like i don't i don't delete my 200 either. games installed on my uh, xbox one x on that yeah drive. i don't i don't really need all that stuff installed well i mean because i there's stuff that like if i haven't played it in a really long time what's the point of having it sit there because then also if that game gets an update which some older games still get updates um yeah. mm-hmm. then you're paying that bandwidth if you have bandwidth restrictions or limits in your you know you're paying for that those downloads that you never intend to use right that could be something you don't want either so mm-hmm. okay so uh moving on they talked about uh xbox game bar so uh starting what, tuesday last tuesday insiders had access to apps from partners like razor x split and intel uh directly from the game bar through widgets they say no more alt tabbing to separate apps while gaming um there's uh titles that were hitting game pass and we've talked about some of these let's see um let's see game pass as a whole uh april 13th is that tomorrow yeah monday uh game pass is expanding to japan and korea game pass for pc will launch in beta in korea and let's see and then uh, game pass services for console and pc will come to japan for the first time so that's tomorrow and then let's see here um it's got my first achievement oh nice (laughs) so here's a oh got another one (laughs) oh geez oh and it's rare too oh make that three Are these like queued up or did you just do them all of a sudden? Well, I, 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 I installed a game and then played a match and like nothing happened. And so I went into the little tab and it's like, oh, there are achievements. And then I went to that and it said log in. So I had to link my account. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I got, so then it was like, oh, there's an award for the first time you do a win. And I was like, well, I did that. And then, so, but it didn't count because I wasn't connected. Logged in. But right. then I, yeah. So then I did one that said, uh, what did I just complete? I just, I'm looking on the phone, so it doesn't put them in order, it looks like. Mm-hmm. But like reaching level two, um, so I don't know. There's like when daily, t- but there's, yeah, there's achievements. I'll be playing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we thank you, Rob. <laughs> oh, no problem. All righty. So uh, coming to Game Pass. Are a bunch of games. Some of these are already in here or already in Game Pass. We have Alvastra Chronicles, Journey to the Savage Planet, Overcooked 2, Football Manager 2020, Mistover, and Stranger Things 3, The Game. Uh, Project X Cloud Preview added uh, some EA games, including Sims 4, Unravel 2, Dragon Age, Inquisition. And then they're also expanding the xCloud preview to 11 countries in Europe. So very slow rollout for this feature, but I get it. It's like 
they got to move the stuff into data centers. It's not just like turn it on globally. There's got to be a local presence, I would imagine. Uh, Forza Street this is a game that got teased quite some time ago. I don't remember if it was E3, might have been, or that uh, XO event. Maybe it was that. But uh, Forza Street's been out for a while, I believe, on PC now, but for mobile, including iOS and Android, look for it May 5th. So that's about, what, three weeks-ish? Three weeks, two days from when we're recording this. Uh, And you can pre-register on Android, and I don't know how you do that on iOS, but I imagine something similar. And uh, on Android, it's available both in Google Play and the Samsung Galaxy Store because they are doing some kind of hook in with uh, Samsung for this. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it's something like uh, Asphalt Legends, which I think is a pretty awesome game for mobile. Then You've mentioned that one several times before. Yeah. I mean, it is... I think a console quality style game in terms of production and it has none of the control problems that I've had with other games because I just cannot play on the screen for some reason, like the games where, you know, they require you to like, let's say with your left thumb, Mm -hmm. that's where you move for some reason. I like lose contact with it. Do, Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm I'm still pressing on the screen, but it's like <laughs> not registering my thumb anymore. So I have to like lift my thumb and then put it back. But if it's like an action fighting game or something like that, that's too late. <laughs> too late at that point. Something bad happened to you, right? <laughs> and then um, so they also talked about Gears Tactics. Uh, the Coalition uh, celebrated Gears Tactics going gold. Uh, it's going to be available April 28th. So that's going to be in two weeks on Tuesday. It's going to be available on Windows 10 PC, Steam, and Xbox Game Pass for PC. So that one has uh, players assuming the role of Gabriel, Gabe Diaz, as he recruits, equips, and commands his squad on a mission to hunt down the relentless leader of the Locust Army. So that game looks kind of cool. We'll see how it is uh, once it comes out. Then, of course, no Inside Xbox is complete without something of Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Just waiting for that. Yeah. So there's, uh, what do they call this? Uh, sea of Thieves Free Ships of Fortune update. So the uh, Ships of Fortune update is coming out later in the month. Uh it adds new depth to the game's trading companies, allowing players the option to represent their favorite trading companies as emissaries for boosted rewards and exclusive cosmetic items. So later this month sometime. So probably within like next two weeks. And a bunch of uh, ID at Xbox games are coming to Xbox One. And uh, when is the last campfire? What else? Atomic Horror. Or Atomic Corpse. Hotline Miami Collection uh, is coming to Xbox One and it's already available. Um, I think that was it. Oh, and uh, The Last Campfire, 
that came from hello games that's the guys that did that um oh man it's that space game do you remember that space game mark very descriptive isn't it he yeah. put down sudoku pay attention to no, i just got another achievement <laughs> here's an interesting note on this though yeah the achievements i'm seeing them on my pc i'm hearing them on my xbox they are not they don't pop on the phone okay like you don't get any notification on the phone that you got it that's interesting hmm. like it doesn't pop up on the phone i don't know kind of stinks <laughs> yeah i don't remember them popping for me but i don't know anyways okay yeah. i'll put it down <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah so what was that one space game that came out like a year or two ago and it has you flying from planet to planet procedurally generated it's by hello games no, oh no man no man's sky That's no man's sky yeah so the last campfire is uh done by hello games okay same guys i made that anyway um that's pretty much it for inside xbox home edition as uh as i called it then uh this was kind of interesting so you know we're going through some crazy times right now right uh everybody's at home social distancing which for some people is probably okay (laughs) Yeah, I saw some Yeah, I saw some my kids six feet away. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Gotta give me six feet. And that's from now on, right? It, it's not, doesn't yeah. go, it doesn't resume to how it was before. That's right. <laughs> After this is all over. <laughs> it's a new way of life. Yes. Six feet away from me. I'll take yeah. It. But, uh, you know, we've already had some games that got pushed back because I think Minecraft Dungeons got pushed back a couple weeks i don't know if it had something to do with uh what's going on with the covid 19 or not but uh yeah i heard that's coming out like may 28th or something now so gotta wait about six weeks for that now let me ask you a quick question while you mentioned that game yeah mm-hmm. that is that a regular game just in the minecraft universe is that like or do you, does it still require you to like build and stuff from what I've seen of the game, and I did watch some gameplay of it uh, a couple weeks ago, my son pulled it up, and uh, we're watching it. It to me, it looks like Torchlight in the Minecraft universe. That's what I was thinking. So this could so, be something that might I actually might be able to play, regardless of the blockiness. Oh yeah, it's an actual game. I don't. I just don't consider Minecraft a game because you got to. Like, you gotta build yeah. it. You gotta make it yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely, you know, think Torchlight, Diablo, or whatever with the blocky graphics yeah. of Minecraft. You know, top down, isometric maybe view. I don't know if that's the proper term for it. But, um, you know, it's got the blocky graphics, it's got all the creatures from within the game and you know you're going around killing the baddies getting loot okay uh i think up to four people can play in one game if i remember right but it looks good i'm definitely gonna be playing it for sure it's a game pass too so mm-hmm. yeah so i've i've already i was thinking that so i, pre- I did the pre-install or whatever yeah i did too so i'm like i'll check this out and this might be fun kids 
maybe I can finally play a Minecraft type game with my kids because I don't have to sit and build crap. Yeah, if somebody's a hardcore Minecraft game, this is not the same. <laughs> it's not the same right. at all. It's a new game in that world. Yes. With that look and style, but yes, and hopefully it'll do better than Minecraft Earth. I didn't do much with that thing. But uh anyway, so there's been some delays with uh you know a couple games and in particular, um I don't know if we were talked about this on if we talked about this on the last show or not, but uh I wouldn't be surprised if there's a ton of stuff that gets pushed just because it's so much harder for devs to work. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, being separated. You know, there's there's some teams that do it. Like my understanding is Moon Studios is a global team when they made Ori. So, you know, when I guess some of the challenges when you're a global team is not just, you know, you're you're not in the same room talking, but when it is a global global team, there's a time difference. Yeah. You know, especially when you're dealing with, you know, the other side of the globe. Like for work, we have to deal with Europe primarily and you know it stinks to have to take a call at like seven in the morning which is like towards the end of the day in europe yep at, you know depending where it's at it's like even worse when you're in the <clears throat> pacific, pacific. yeah yep. it's you know, another two hours yep. but um you know now that you know you still have that stuff going on but also you know teams that normally worked together you know, are, are forced to work from home. And um, the thing that I was reading also was that, you know, some, some of the assets for games are massive. So now people are working remote and having to upload these. Yeah. So, yeah, we could potentially see some games getting pushed because of what happened. And, you know, hopefully the stuff subsides sooner rather than later so things can return to normalcy if possible but anyway you know some stuff's already been pushed out and uh there was a tweet that circulated uh earlier this past week uh that said that microsoft is going to be transitioning to uh it's going to be transitioning all external internal events to a digital first experience through july 2021 so that's going to be interesting because there's two E3s in that time frame. But uh, in a statement to Eurogamer, Microsoft uh, clarified that the company is adjusting its event calendar due to the pandemic, stating that for the remainder of 2020, we're embracing the opportunity to experiment with new platforms to provide our partners, customers, and developers the highest quality digital first experiences. So I think they already did that a little bit, right? With this past inside Xbox. And I personally thought it was fine. Yeah. I think some of the stuff that they do in the studio is kind of corny. <laughs> so personally, I could do without that. But, uh, you know, I thought they did a fantastic job doing it remote. So I have no problem with them doing that uh, moving forward. So I, I agree with that. I mean, like yeah. most people, I think, experience E3 remotely anyways. Like, yeah. you know, the majority of people are are witnessing these big events remotely. You don't have the opportunity because it's like not everybody can go fly to L.A. and or 
travel to LA and spend the money on the food, the hotel, the all that type of stuff, the tickets just to get into those things. And it's like I can sit here and watch it from my house in my comfort of my house for free. Why why right. go? Exactly. Yes, it's an experience, but not everyone gets to attend something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a not really a big change for most people. Oh yeah. So there's the potential of the Xbox One Series X or Technically, I shouldn't have said Xbox One. The Xbox Series X, right? I think that's the official name. So the launch could be potentially moved online because, you know, traditionally, they would have, like, a huge, massive launch of some kind, probably in some kind of, you know, theater. Yeah. And, you know, show off all the good stuff and have... Like for the, was it the 360? You know, they had Major Nelson at the stores, I think. Yeah. And he handed the first Xbox to people. And then they did that across the globe. I remember that. Yeah, they had, did. Yeah. So, or maybe that was the, the Xbox One. I forget. But I think Bill Gates handed out the first 360, I think. Or, was it? I'm pretty sure he did the original, right? Didn't he do the 360 as well? Maybe. I don't remember. Did an aircraft hangar out in LA? Or was that the original Xbox? Mm, I don't remember. Can't remember. <laughs> yeah, so long ago. Got COVID brain, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's the potential of everything switching to online. And, you know, is that necessarily a bad thing? No, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, how can they do an online let's say like uh you know does if they do it online does it have like the same effect as like having like the huge monitors in the back and you know like somebody up on stage you know like what they do for e3 you know that's like a really fancy presentation and it looks cool yeah um you do i think you do miss out on on that aspect of it and which I guess it's the kind people of cheering, right? Yeah, you don't. It's definitely different. But again, what what do I care about? You know, show me the games, show me the trailer, show me the gameplay. The nice thing I like about like inside Xbox is they can show you the gameplay and 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 the devs talking about you know things as they go through it. And I don't need this fake like, oh, here's this NBA star coming out on the stage with Phil Spencer and they're pretending to play, you know, not well, Phil never did any of that, but you yeah. know, with some suit uh, pretending to play the, the newest version of the game and they're really not doing it. It's really some people in the back playing it. And, mm-hmm. You know, that told, hey, I just don't need that. We just don't need that stuff. And, you know, um, it's just, I'm fine with it being done on X, inside Xbox, you know, yeah. because Again, it's like you can always rewatch it anytime you want. You can watch it live. You can watch it whenever you get the opportunity. You can see it wherever you're at on your mobile devices, you know, um, and you can skip what you don't want to watch. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, the excitement is different. Like, it's be like, oh, that's right. There's supposed to be an event today. You know, where E3 is like, you're talking about it pretty much year round. <laughs> Right. Next E3, and it's like, oh, we're only months away, and you know it, there is that buildup which we lose out. But 
I think the excitement for a new console is still there. So when Xbox is like, hey, we're going to do this, people are still going to tune in to watch it. Sure. You know? So they don't need to spend all the money and all these news outlets are going to carry it and they're going to get, they're still going to get the exposure. Oh yeah. So absolutely. And it's probably a lot cheaper for them to do their own, oh, yeah. their own show than to have to pay E3 and, and then haul that stuff and set it up. And, so they're going to save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it says for Xbox one, Microsoft held like huge physical events at major cities. There's free music in New York. And then there was a giant zombie filled Xbox one in Vancouver. And then the first Xbox one to be sold at retail was guarded by sharks in a New Zealand aquarium. So they do some crazy stuff for all this. So yeah, they'll definitely save money, I guess. And I think they still will do stuff like that in the future when we, you know, when we get back to norm, I still think they'll have those events, but right now they're just trying to stay with the times. How can we still involve our customers, but we have to do it remotely. We have to do it digitally. We can't do in-store events. So they're just trying to find a way to still keep us excited about it and plugged into it. So, and honestly, so, all I care about right now is when I can put my preset pre-order in for the Series X. That's <laughs> the only go. information I even need. It's like the price doesn't even matter. It doesn't. I'm buying it. Just tell me and, what this. Let me pre-order it. And hopefully they won't pull like some shenanigans like EA did with Anthem at the launch, <laughs> where we don't understand even which one we need to order because there's like 15 versions of it. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, we know Series X, that's all we know. Yeah, yeah. But it's important to note that they have not ruled out a physical event. Right. But uh, we're just speculating here. November. Right. And if we're not back, if we're not out of lockdown by November, this country's not going to (laughs) exist. I'm serious. People got to get back to work, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So if, 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 they can't have a physical event, then I think there's bigger problems to worry about than how to get For my sure. hands on a new Xbox. Yeah. And I need my Gen Con. Yeah. Coming up in August. You probably won't see that either. But Yeah, they know. haven't pushed that yet, but uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see that's what happens. Not. Yeah. So uh, here, moving on. So uh, that's enough of that, I guess. Um. <laughs> So there's been some uh, teasers of some Series X games being released. I won't go into a whole lot of detail about this, but uh, there's some space games that were teased and a Fable reboot. Hmm. And again, this is pure rumor, pure speculation. Um, The stuff that was teased uh, was purposely kept extremely vague. But uh, new information is going to be supposedly coming out sometime soon. But what do you think about that? Do you think uh, you think it's time for a Fable reboot? Because what Fable Legends was that the one that they canceled? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. They canceled. Um, I think yeah. a, a a reboot of the series would be good on the new console. I mean, it originally came out on the original Xbox. Yep. So, like, I've played Fable two, Fable three. I never, but I never played the original one. I'd love to have it start over. 
You know, I think it's been long enough that they could do it. Just come out with a new Fable game, and you know, some of those things, like even with uh, Project Dark, could come out because you know that there was Project Dark Zero, I think, on 360. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those could be rebooted, modernized, updated to look and play so much better. And I think you could bring in a lot of a lot of stuff. You know, as long as you make them good, AAA titles, sure. And, not not just like I'm not talking about like a uh, a remaster. We're talking a reboot yep. where it's from the ground up, built on the new it's hardware. New yep. Yeah, new story. You don't even the new story. It can still be very similar, but you know we're talking about a reboot period, kind of like a, a Tomb Raider reboot, like what they did with that. That was sure. phenomenal. You know? Oh, absolutely. So you could go that route with, I think, any of those old franchises that Microsoft still has in their wheelhouse, and they could be very successful. Oh, yeah. That'd be great to see. So you know they're going to do something, but uh, yeah. Although, like we were saying earlier, maybe it'll be delayed a little bit, but uh, <laughs> surely they'll do something for these. All right, and then, uh, oh, I already hit this one up. Uh, Forza Street coming to Android and iOS on May 5th. Let's see if there's any more information on here. So you can pre-register on Play and the Galaxy Store coming soon to iOS. So I'm assuming you can't pre-register on iOS based on that. I want to know if there's achievements in it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there will be. I want Forza achievements on my phone. Yeah, that would be really hard to get. What's it called? Forza Street? Forza Street. And they say for a limited time, they're going to give out a founder's pack to anybody who plays Forza Street between May 5th and June 5th. This founder's not, Yeah, it's not on the, can't yeah. search it on iOS yet. Yeah, on Android, you can register for it, which is basically, is kind of like putting it onto like a wait list or watch list. So when it releases, you get notified. That's all. But this founder's pack uh, includes a 2017 Ford GT and some in-game credits and gold. Um, I'm assuming yeah. in-game gold. Yeah. Not real gold. <laughs> Not real gold. Oh, man. You're pretty much bet on that. I guarantee you an increase in pre-orders. Yeah. They give away free real gold. Yes. Although, you don't get anything nowadays. <laughs> Especially nowadays. All right, so that's about it for the uh, topics. Do you have anything else you wanted to add? or I, I do not, no. All right. All right. A uh, couple of things in the community here real quick. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that on our website or uh, go to contact at this Xbox, or I'm sorry, do a recording, MP3 recording, send it to contact at this Xbox life.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter uh, account at this Xbox life and a Facebook group. Uh, search for the Facebook uh, group within Facebook, the Sexbox Life, or you can find it on our website to click straight to it. Uh, you need to answer two simple questions to become a member of the Facebook group, just because we want to keep the spammers out, because they are prevalent on Facebook. And uh, just answer those questions, and you're in. No worries. So on to this week's retail releases. Give us a list of games that we 
Okay, Okay, for the week of April 7th through the 10th, we had a bunch of stuff that came out. Construction Simulator 3, console edition, that came out on Tuesday. Uh, Null Drifter. I have no idea what's up with this game. Did you see this game? No. It's like half a bit graphics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Null Drifter. Uh, we have Russia. I remember, I remember seeing the. I was looking through the little article, and I, I was just like, "What the heck is this?" Mm-hmm. Like, like asteroids. The original asteroids looks better. <laughs> yeah, it's like black and white, high contrast. Yeah. Uh, Rush Rover came out on April eighth. Well, it's we a, have... it says one bit lo-fi sim. Yeah. <laughs> Glaive Breaker. Oh, that's like Arkanoid, kind of. Yeah, this is one that could be interesting, but yeah, I haven't looked at it. I, I liked Arkanoid back in the day, but yeah, I don't know. We have Convoy, a tactical roguelike on the 8th. Galaxy of Pen and Paper, plus one edition. I've always heard these of Pen and Paper games were pretty good. I've never played any of them. They're on mobile. And stuff for a long time and we have beholder 2 it came out on the 9th and then bqm block quest maker some kind of build your own dungeon rpg and then share your design with players from around the world and challenge them to outwit the creator okay and we have braveland trilogy retro tanks Retro Tanks reminds me of uh, the tank game on Atari 2600. And then we have Abduction. So that's by the Abduction is from the creators of Myst. That was a crazy popular game back in the day when CD-ROMs first came out. Oh. Oh. Sorry. No worries. So (laughs) that... Yeah, that's <laughs> that was <it>. loud. <laughs> yeah. So that was Glaive Brick Baker's ten dollars, by the way. <laughs> what? That Glaive Brick Breaker game is ten dollars. Oh, that was the the trailer getting, for it? I was getting blasted by it, yeah. Or was that the uh the sound it makes when you hit buy? <laughs> no, I didn't hit buy. I yeah. Mean, Yet. I'll go back and look at it. Yeah. No, nah, it's totally totally looks like Arkanoid. Yeah, that's what it really I don't know. Is. Yeah, I like the Arkanoid, but I'm I'm over those games. Anyway. Well, it even says Arkanoid type game. Yep. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Then uh, Games with Gold, kind of the same thing as last week. Uh, through the 15th, which is Wednesday. And it's not tax day here in the U.S. anymore for this year. <laughs> but we have uh, Shantae Half Genie Hero. For Xbox One. And then for the entire month of April, we have Project Cars 2. Then on April 16th, we're going to have the Switcheroo and Shantae's going to leave. And Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle is coming to Games with Gold. And then uh, Fable Anniversary is good through the 15th. And then on the 16th, we're going to get Toy Box Turbos. So that's Games with Gold. 
And then uh, a couple quick notes here at the end. As usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. Uh, you can find that on our Facebook group and on our website. It's a great way to support the show. It does not cost you anything extra, but it helps us out a lot. Also, uh, if you're an iTunes user, find us within there. Give us a five-star rating if you could. Helps boost us in the ranks. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. And I believe that's it. Cool. For episode 555, triple five, five cubed. Triple nickel. Triple nickel. 15 cents. Or five dollars and fifty-five cents, <laughs> or fifty-five fifty. I don't know. Depends on where the decimal point is. Fifty-five and a half cents. That's at the beginning. Okay. Yes. It's enough of that. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm Rob Olson. Yeah. I'm Rob Olson. <laughs> as pre Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I'm Mark at Cameraman Seven Hundred Nine. See you online. That rhymes. I like that. <laughs>